0: If managers are having frequent quality conversations around performance and development, then at the end of the year, you actually don't really even need a performance review.
1: Welcome to Inspiring Leaders, the podcast that shares ideas, perspectives, and best practices from great leaders around the world to help you become a more inspired leader. Welcome to the Inspiring Leaders podcast, I'm your host, Terry Lepofsky, and on today's show, we're exploring a unique perspective. Joining us from San Francisco is Rajiv Behera. Rajiv is the founder and CEO of the innovative performance management company, Reflective. And we're here to talk about going from human resources to resources for humans. Rajiv Behera, welcome to the Inspiring Leaders podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Terry. Very excited to be here. Well, listen, before we get rolling with things, quick question for you. On this show, we're talking about inspired leadership. So what leader inspired you and why? One of the most inspiring leaders
0: for me has been my wife. Since we first met back at college at Berkeley, she's always wanted to start a uh, women's health company, and she told me this when she was 19, and she had this passion and drive. She was very relentless in her pursuit of this. She got some jobs after after college, but then after a while, she felt like she had enough experience, and then she raised money for her own startup, and now she's CEO of a company called Envision Medical that is uh, solving ovarian cancer for women's health, and it's the first early detection of women's cancer The reason why this is inspiring, besides the fact that she's going to be saving thousands of lives in a few years, is that she was relentless in her pursuit of moving this forward. There's very little venture money. And so she spent so much time and was relentless in raising money and nothing would kind of deter her from that. And so that she could kickstart her company. And she did. And uh, she didn't give up. She just kept pushing forward. And now her company is in such a great spot. She's got the FDA approval, and she's very close to commercializing, which will then kind of really set the stage for her saving thousands of lives and diagnosing
1: cancer early. Holy smokes. I've got goosebumps (laughs) after hearing that. (laughs) I have a ton of respect for what your wife is doing. I also have to say, Rajiv, you're one romantic guy for bringing her up as an inspiring leader for you. (laughs) Now, we've got a different topic today. Our topic is going from human resources to resources for humans. And I know that you know a lot about what it takes to lead people effectively. Seven years ago, you were the director at Disney Interactive in Palo Alto. You're managing a team and you're using a lot of the same resources and tools that almost every other leader out there has. If I'm not mistaken here, I believe that it was at that time that you realized that a lot of those tools and processes were simply not effective. And about four years ago, you founded Reflective with a vision of providing unique and better performance management tools for leaders and employees. Well, from my perspective, I see that there's a shift going on in a lot of companies out there right now. It seems like they're no longer satisfied to make do with ineffective ways of doing things just because it's the way they've always done it. And this is especially the case when it comes to how people work and and develop and grow. Are you seeing the same thing, the same receptivity to new tools and innovative ways of doing things, especially in performance management and human resources? Are creative solutions being well-received?
0: Yes, there's a lot of change happening in the workforce right now. You're seeing a lot of disruption. You see Amazon coming in, owning e-commerce. You know, innovation is key. One thing we've noticed was that earlier, if you think about the the power dynamics between employees and employers, you think about an old manufacturing company, and you have people in a warehouse building a product, and it's the only company in town. As an employee, you have to work there. You have no other option. As the company, you think of your employees as resources. You think of them as, how much output can I get from these people? If I don't need so much, maybe I fire some of them. If I need more, I hire more. But you really just think of it as inputs and outputs, and and humans are just another input into your equation. That worked when the company had all the power because they were the only game in town. But things have shifted. Now employees have their pick of companies to work for. They can sign on to Google, search for anything they want. And because of that, you're seeing employees being a lot more fluid and shifting companies when they're unhappy. And this has caused a fundamental shift in the labor market where now companies have to really focus on the employee experience. How do you make sure that from hire to fire, your employees are excited, motivated, and engaged at work? Now the power dynamics have shifted and employers now have to focus on engaging and motivating their employees. That really has changed how employers focus on people processes. Now
1: they are willing to shift because they have to. It's an imperative to keep your employee. I've heard so many people, uh, especially HR folks, that have said it's tough to find and keep really good people. But I haven't heard anybody put it as succinctly as what you just have right now. You really hit the nail on the head with why it's happening.
0: It's interesting. Changes happen very slowly. But if you go back 20 years and you think about a company 20 years ago versus now, it's just very different. Working at a company was very different. As an employee, you join a large company and expect to stay there your whole life. And that's just not the case now. Every three to four years or two to three years, you want to make a change. And that just created this huge shift in the industry. And it's a great shift because now it's an economic imperative for companies to focus on their people. Which should have been how they focused, how they treated their employees in the first place, but they weren't forced to because there's no kind of bottom line tied to it. But now there is, which is great. So we're seeing the purpose of a lot of these people processes are changing. That's how Reflective has built a name for itself. We are an example of that.
1: So you're looking at things from the other perspective. What's the experience from the employee side of things?
0: From the employee side of things, I think there's still a lag in a lot of the people processes. Because of that, you're, you're seeing a lot of employee turnover, a lot of employees moving from company to company, seeking a better culture. And there are a lot of companies who are seeing this and trying to fix this, and they're behind right now. They're trying to put processes in place. They're trying to solve for the employee experience while they're losing employees. So it is becoming one of the important burning need for, for companies to tackle right now. It's really important to really focus on a North Star for HR in general. So a lot of functions have their North Star, they're very simple, and it should be the same for HR. Marketing builds pipeline. sales sells, uh, customer success creates a, a great employee experience. HR really needs to create a great employee experience. They really need to make sure that they set their employees up for success, so employees stay as long as they can stay and motivated, they learn as much as they, as they can learn, and you retain your top talent.
1: I'm not sure that that's really been the focus for a lot of human resources folks, or at least if it was, there weren't a lot of tools and resources to be able to support them with that vision.
0: That's exactly correct. There's the tools that HR has right now are tools to run the business, meaning payroll benefits, legal compliance. They're they're basically things that you have to do as a baseline to run a company. These things have to be in place. But now that they are in place, that's just not good enough for optimizing productivity and motivation in your workforce. And that's where HR is starting to become a lot more strategic in thinking about the employee experience end to end from hire to when people leave. How do we make sure they ramp up? Well, they have a we build a great employer brand while they're working here. They love working here. They learn a lot. They grow. We have opportunities to grow upwards. They have opportunities to move horizontally. And it just becomes a great place for someone to establish their career. Now you have to win an employee over for them to establish their career at your company. Well, before you did it, and that is is causing a lot of shifts in, in the thought process of HR. Now the goal of HR is the employee experience rather than, you know, let's just make sure people get paid on
1: time. Yes, absolutely. So as part of this way of looking at things, providing resources for humans, There are obviously many different ways that this can be done to increase that experience for the employees. What are you hearing from people that are using this tool, this reflective solution to help employees and managers to lead their teams and help their teams to become better tomorrow than they were yesterday?
0: Yeah. In general, reflective is an example of how do you redefine an HR process that is built for the employee rather than for the company. And this falls in line with, you know, building resources for humans and, and making your employees more successful. And really the detail here is with performance management, previously the purpose of this process was to evaluate your employees. It would cost a lot of time. It would demotivate your employees because you would rate them and, and rank them. And your employees didn't learn much from the process because they received feedback once a year. And, you know, they're defensive when they, they heard their feedback. So they didn't, they didn't actually listen to the feedback. And a lot of the time they think the feedback's unfair because they haven't heard about it and they haven't had time, time to discuss it. But basically the whole process was built for the company to evaluate their employees. And what we're seeing in this shift now that companies are focused on the employee experience is they are now looking to change the purpose of performance management from evaluating to developing employees and building better relationships between managers and their employees. So that's, in general, a company can help solidify the trust between a manager and their employee, and employees then feel that managers are gonna develop them and move them up in their career, then employees will be a lot more motivated and more willing to stay. If you're working at a job where you don't think you're gonna be promoted or you have no mobility in any such way, why would you be motivated to work harder or put in extra effort? It just never happens. Really, the key now is how do we build those relationships, create a career path for everybody and work through our managers in a scalable way to do so. So that it's a much more powerful version of performance management where now you're actually developing people so they're more productive and you're engaging and motivating them. So. They stay longer and they're more innovative.
1: I remember seeing a study and the results of this study were really shocking, especially for managers who always have believed that all of their employees simply want to raise and they want more money. When they got the feedback back from employees about what is it that they want out of their employment situation, the top things were things like, I want to be heard. I want to feel like I'm in on things. I want growth opportunities. I want some help in my growth. And I think that that's really what this speaks to is being heard and opportunities for growth and a a tool to be able to grow with it. If I'm not mistaken, that is a bullseye for what it is that you're providing.
0: Exactly. So Reflective provides a communication channel for managers and employees to give each other feedback throughout the year so that they can grow and develop in a really lightweight, easy to use way. Uh, this is the big shift in performance from annual reviews to ongoing real-time feedback focused around employee development so that employees are constantly learning, constantly being motivated, and they're always feeling progress. That's key. Everyone needs to feel progress so that they, the forward momentum is what keeps them engaged and motivated in their careers. And so what we're seeing is people are giving each other feedback throughout the year on an ongoing daily basis. And then we have kind of these very structured one-on-ones with managers and employees so that those conversations happen where, you know, a lot of managers don't really spend enough time developing their employees. They talk about tactical things that need to be done this week, last week, but very few bubble out of the weeds and remember to discuss career development, career goals, high-level priorities, strategy, things that are more interesting, basically developing the North Star for the employee and keeping everyone aligned so that they can progress in their careers and expectations are clear. What Reflective does is it it enables that as well. Like it gives managers that foundation and creates a very lightweight process that happens during a one on one that really helps make sure that all managers manage well. M- remember to have those really important conversations that a lot forget to have.
1: No, oh, I love that. You're you're enabling the North Star for a lot of employees out there. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> awesome. Let me just walk through this now with you. So, Rajiv, you're my boss. You and I now have a structure and a framework to sit down together for a one-to-one. You actually have a system that you can use to document what the developmental goals are, never mind the operational, did I accomplish this task or get that done or make those phone calls to those clients? But what am I doing for myself to make myself better tomorrow than I was yesterday? So we sit down, we do that. And then what happens from there after we have those developmental goals figured out?
0: Yeah, then you talk about them in your one-on-ones weekly. You give your employees feedback on them in real time. Um, One of our core innovations at Reflective is we integrate into your core workflow, which is your email inbox. Say you're a manager and you uh, get an email from your employee about some project they're working on and that relates to a developmental goal or just productivity in general. You can save a note to yourself about something you want to talk about in, in specifics in your next one-on-one. So you can give constructive feedback that's very specific throughout the year. Or if they did something really well, you can just send them digital feedback on the spot. So it really enables managers to remember specific things to develop their employees on. Because what generally happens is managers, they they just forget all the instances instances that happen throughout the week. And then in their one-on-ones, they have general feedback. They might say something like, hey, I think you should improve your communication skills and meetings versus in this last meeting, X, Y, and Z happened. I think you could have improved that by doing ABC. And that's a lot more helpful. And it's a lot more motivating. And it gives your employees something to shoot for. So really, it just makes it a lot easier and more realistic for managers to give constructive feedback throughout the year on their developmental goals and their business objectives. Say hey, we do both. Um, it's all mixed together as one thing, because in reality, everything. It has to be mixed together so that both sides have a symbiotic relationship, the company and the employee.
1: Yeah, I can just picture it. The uh, the old scenario of calling somebody in for their uh, performance evaluation because it's December. And, and in that conversation, you're saying, yeah, I, I think I remember an example back in June where we were in a meeting and you kind of bulldozed your way through that meeting. That's not effective. But to be able to come back and say, how are you doing on that habit building that you're doing? The employee can come back and say, well, I've tracked it right here, and here's how I did on Tuesday, and here's how I did on Thursday.
0: Yeah, we try to keep it pretty lightweight, so we don't want it to be you know, a document everything all the time. It's more document bits and pieces here and there, and then every quarter, we have a structured conversation that makes it easier for managers to discuss development and with their employees and, and productivity and uh, progress towards goals. So really what it does is it, it's a note-taking facilitator throughout the year. Those can be used during your one-on-ones, but then we have these quarterly conversations that are structured that really just script a more delicate one-on-one that's higher level and that makes sure that all those instances that are collected throughout the, the year through the real-time feedback platform are discussed. So really, it's just creating that management muscle. It's in the performance management space because a lot of companies don't need to do performance management if they do this right. If they do, if managers are having frequent quality conversations around performance and development, then at the end of the year, you actually don't really even need a performance review. Although we do have a performance review in our system because it takes a while to get to that stage. And there's a lot of management capabilities that have to be built. Also, on top of having a software system that facilitates all of this. It's a new shift in terms of how you think of your managers. In this new model, you're training your managers to be better at people managing so that you don't have to create a controlling process at the end of the year to figure out comp and give feedback.
1: That's brilliant. It gives people a tangible tool or resource that they can then provide that better customer or employee experience.
0: Exactly. The goal of the software is to realistically understand how people work And then enable them and make this whole process easier. Where The the process we're really talking about is people management. How do you manage your people? When I was at Disney before building this company, uh, we did this study on how people interact with different tools and software. We had over 30 million people playing the applications I built within my studio at Disney. And we looked at them and how they use apps on their mobile phones because we're building mobile apps. And we found that on average, everybody uses four and a half apps each day and they use them in the the exact same sequence. So people are very routine. They'll go to New York Times and then they'll check email and they'll they'll go to their calendar app. It's all very routine. So it's really important to understand how people work and meet them in their current workflow and their natural way of working rather than disrupting how they do things and expect them to adopt a new process. And that's what we've done. We've built reflective. So it's natural uh, communication channel for feedback within how you work already in your current workflow. And then we build these more scripted, helpful conversation pieces that help during a one-on-one elevate certain, the quality of those one-on-ones and make sure that managers are becoming, are treating their employees well and acting like leaders rather than what I call and task managers.
1: My hat is tipped to you and your team at Reflective for a great job for what you're doing. And for you, with your perspective on how to change the way that we look at human resources and the function that it should provide. Now, before we wrap up, if you don't mind, I've got a couple of questions for you. Are you okay for that? Yeah, I'm game. Definitely. Let's do it. Okay. Well, the first one is this. What challenges do you see facing a lot of today's leaders?
0: There are two really big challenges that I see happening that are top of mind One is there's a lot of innovation happening and you really need a motivated workforce to keep your company innovative and have ideas flowing. And I point back to Amazon. Amazon is taking over e-commerce in the world. They're putting so many other Fortune 500 companies out of business. All types of retail, electronics, media, music, they're going everywhere because they're such an innovative company. They built an innovative culture. There have to be thousands of ideas within a company for there to be five good ones. There, you need a ton of ideation to happen to be innovative and pick something that actually works. What's really important is making sure your employees are motivated, so they are innovative. No one will be innovative at your company if they feel stifled, and if they clock in and clock out and they treat it like any other job, and they're they're bored and they're they're looking for another opportunity in their off time. So really. In order to get that innovation, you have to have a really high level of employee engagement. And I think that's key right now because other companies have that and they're disrupting markets and companies aren't staying in the Fortune 100 and Fortune 500 for very long
1: anymore because of that. Wow, that's very insightful. Okay, I have a second question for you. What does inspired leadership mean to you, Rajiv? To me personally,
0: inspired leadership really has to do with having passion, one, for one, and being relentless, which is number two. If you have passion around what you're doing and you really believe in it, then, then people will follow and people will want to share that vision. And that vision is really, really important in creating a inspired company and having that trickle down to everybody. Everybody's important at a company, and everyone is the lifeblood and they everyone needs to work really hard to be innovative and engaged and motivated to to, to push the company forward. You also need to be relentless if you give up and you're tired and you get exhausted, you'll fail The leaders that win the people who win are the ones who get punched in the face and just keep going and that, I think that wins out you need passion and you need to be relentless and that really differentiates people who Are successful
1: or not. You seem to have a very clear picture in your mind of what it takes to run a successful, highly competitive organization. So for that, I want to thank you for sharing that clarity. People want to connect with you, Rajiv. How are they going to find you?
0: Yeah, feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn or find me through reflective.com. Would love to talk to people if they they enjoyed the conversation here and, and
1: speak further. Thank you very much for being part of our podcast today, sharing your perspectives and your experience. Thanks, Rajiv. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks again for being part of our quest to make inspired leadership ubiquitous. Wherever you are, we hope that we've helped to inspire you and that you'll pay it forward by inspiring others. Until next time, take care, everyone.